I can't find myself wondering how many are going, why did she have God language in that music? God's good. The, the song says, God is the place, no, I am the place where God shows up. So whatever you understand that to be, there's a part of making that manifest in the world that's your responsibility. True? And so I think we can all agree on that. Ooh, that gesture just made me want that. Um, while I was away, I visited a number of other churches, but I've already said that, that uh, to the choir. Um, their services were an hour and a half. <laughs> Might take me a minute just to get back in the rhythm of our, our traditions here. Um, hopefully not that long. Uh, though I do hope to bring some new changes here. I'm not sure exactly what it means to look like, but uh, to keep... Uh, we are part of a living tradition, and a part of a living tradition means that change is perpetual. And it needs to feel vital for all of us. So, um, at Silent Auction, one of the things that I donated was a, a sermon of your choice. Um, or a sermon topic of your choice. And someone purchased it, and what they requested was a sermon about how to love people it's hard to love. Now for me, I think this is probably going to be a multiple installation talk, but I wanted to start someplace on it today. Um, you know, we start the unison affirmation, and we talk about love, and, and we talk about that being our doctrine, and the kind of love that we talk about isn't, I love chocolate cookies, and it's more like the, the kind of love that parents have for children, no matter, not all parents, and certainly other people besides parents, caregivers, and important people in our, our lives give us in spite of the stupid things we do. But it's as much, that kind of love is as much about who we are on the inside as it is anything about how we feel about what's around us. It's not weak or geeky, mushy or dumb. It is the only way our human limits are overcome. In some ways, though, certainly not all, um, as our physical drives may demonstrate, our natural inclination seems to be one of, of most readily loving those that it's easy to love, right? We spend time with people that we enjoy. We, we um, gravitate towards those who we can say, I just love that person. They're so this and so that and so this, and, and I just I just love them. Um, perhaps to love those with whom we have close affiliations, family members, uh, group associations. 
people with whom we may have shared struggles or delightful experiences, easy conversations, silent understandings, whether we stop there or grow our capacity to expand, expand that circle of care correlates with our spiritual maturity. Maslow's hierarchy, I don't know if y'all are familiar with it, if everyone is familiar with it. Let's see, it's like a pyramid. Um, and at the base are your psychological needs. The most fundamental need that humankind has is for uh, security, uh, food, water, shelter, um, air to breathe, those kinds of things. And as you go up in Maslow's hierarchy, as those needs get met, then you can move on to being concerned with the next layer of your needs. Like after you can breathe and eat and have water and a place to sleep and maybe shelter, you can move on to health and employment and property and family and social stability and then you move up from there into friendships and family and uh, you know, and then you go to self-esteem and then you go to self-actualization according to Maslow. But what you see is, is the interest narrows in the, in the picture anyway. It becomes more not about how we uh, depend on what's around us, but how much of our needs are being met. Sp the pyramid of spiritual development works the opposite way. I don't have any idea where these figures came from, but they're in some notes I have from a class I took. 15% of the world's population still functions from the bottom layer of, of spiritual maturity, which is uh, concerned with bare survival, but it's, it's we're dog-eat-dog. You know, and people will do anything to get by. To get by. Uh, whatever satiates their desire for whatever reason is fine. But then, you, as, as we move up in spiritual maturity, our capacity to expand our circle, not, not just based on our needs. This is spiritual maturity. Our capacity to love more people grows. Like 70% of the world, according to these stats, are someplace before being able to globalize that care and make it apply to everybody on the planet. I mean, that's 85% with the 15 and the 70. That's 85% of the population is not at a place in their spiritual development that they can yet grasp the idea of having love for every creature on the planet. They're not there yet. But as we mature, that capacity becomes more consistent. And it's all about our spiritual groundedness and depth and our ability 
to grow in our own centeredness and connectedness with stuff that is bigger than us or stuff that's bigger than what we generally think of as us. If we get stuck in our heads, it's too small. If we get stuck in our feelings, it's too small. Uh, in James Fowler's stages of spiritual development, a faith development, not spiritual development, the top layer that he talks about is universalized faith and caring. And we've had some courses in our adult ed classes that talk about stages that might even be beyond that. But there are very few people that we encounter on the planet or in history that have achieved anything like embodying that universalized love. Even so, it's still what we're shooting for. That is still our goal. And it's not about whether we like people. It's not about whether they're fun to be around. The things that make us grow in character and our capacity to hold the tensions of the world in a way that can heal them and maybe create something different than the battle that has gone on forever. All of that depends on our commitment to growing internally. It's from those places that we gain the capacity to think about caring about someone we cannot tolerate. It doesn't happen in our heads. It doesn't happen from our fear responses. It happens only from the places that we are grounded in such a way that that can't be shaken. And it's not dependent on whether we're going to survive or not. Isn't that amazing? I, we talk sometimes about mission statements, and it's such a delightful conversation that we have. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. I was thinking about it last night, and I wondered if y'all can just knock my head off when you walk out the door. I wondered if we might start with something like, for this congregation, we exist to help one another grow to toward the spirit of universal love. to see if, that's, if, if we can just claim that and then still make it actionable. Something to hold us, our actions and engagements up against. But I think it's a really solid place to start. It's kind of like our unison affirmation, but it's more specific. And I just wanted to throw that out. We had one of those discussions yesterday at our board retreat.
And I know some of you are really glad you're not, you weren't there. <laughs> because you've been part of them here before. It's tough when you have this much diversity in one place to agree on what it is you're trying to do and make it something to which we can be held accountable. And because we're always in change and because we are hopefully always evolving and growing in spirit and understanding and in capacity, the things that we understand as us change too. So, uh, I am the place where God shows up. If universal love is going to be manifest in this world, i got to carry it out there. Most of us have, have to begin this journey by loving ourselves. If that is hard for us, that's where we have to start. We cannot give what we do not have. And in working to learn to love ourselves, we encounter something that we can't explain. I'm comfortable calling it grace. That shows us our own beauty, our own worthiness, and strengths we never knew we had. If that's where we are, let's start that work. If, if we're comfortable with having forgiven ourselves, all of our, all of our humanness up to this point, then we can move beyond that. I have so much faith in y'all. And I know how important we are to this community. What I want to what I want to see us do is continue to grow into being who this community needs us to be. Love asks a lot of all we do, and it takes all we've got to live into it or live up to it.